Okay. Hey there. And tonight we are reviewing a classic film, uh, probably the oldest one we've done so far. We are doing Raiders of the Lost Ark, or as people to know today, uh, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. But the why is that? Title. Why did they well, change because it? It's like the reverse of Star Wars. Star Wars is just Star Wars, and then you know it became New Hope later on. This was the subtitle first, and then they were like, eh, all the other ones are called Indiana Jones and the something, so I might as well go back and, and make so this So people one. would know that it was an Indiana Jones movie? like I mean, he's who... on the cover, and it's very clearly him, because it's Harrison Ford with the hat and the whip. I mean... It's on the cover of... Yeah. Why did they change all the other ones to say Indiana Jones, and why didn't they just leave them all ah. the... Brand recognition, you know? I mean, if you just had a movie called Temple of Doom and it was Harrison Ford, I mean, <laughs> you, you you could make the connection if you knew the guy's name, but it's more helpful if the name's in the in the title. Yeah. I'm bummed about yeah. that, but that's all right. Well, I mean, you know, it's we're calling it Raiders of the Lost Ark, because that's what yes. it's originally titled. Um, right. It's on Netflix right now, as are, I think, the other two first ones, so that would be Temple of Doom and... Uh, Last Crusade. I don't know if Crystal Skull's on there, um, but it's okay because that's probably the worst one anyway. Um, so, Debatable. Uh, uh, Mama Kay, I know you are a you were probably the biggest fan on here of this series. If it's probably fair to say, I mean, I'm sure you saw this when it first came out. Yes, back in ancient times, uh, I saw this <laughs> when it was when it first came out on on reel to reel or yeah. Yes, I saw it originally. I saw it in the theaters. It was pretty epic at the time, so it ran and, uh, forever. I guess, I guess I'm the middle. I saw it before. I've seen it before. This is like, I don't know, maybe my third-ish time watching it. Probably one of the few times I watch it all the way through other than the first time because it's kind of one that's just on and then you catch the parts that everyone knows. Like Even if you've never seen this movie, you know a bunch of scenes in this movie just because so many of them are pop culture references that people use all the time uh like the boulder the guy with the sword the melting faces without giving away exactly what all that means if you haven't seen it but i mean you would recognize a lot of things that happen in this movie and uh nicole i think you are the newbie here you have never seen any indiana jones movie of course i haven't of course if it's something past 1990 i probably haven't seen it in my life so but uh yeah this was a new experience um, but, but like Indiana you said, the Jones. I know. <laughs> but uh, I mean, do you think our other co-host Jess has ever seen this movie? No, of course, of course not. not. But like... it's definitely true. All of the pop culture <laughs> references in here are very popular, and that's something that I am very interested in. So I definitely knew about this and knew some of those scenes for sure. So I'll give a quick plot synopsis for those who are not familiar. Uh, Indiana Jones, played by Harrison Ford, confronts snakes, Nazis, and one astonishing cliffhanger after another, all topped off by the discovery and opening of the mystical Ark of the Covenant. Extremely simple uh, plot synopsis, but I mean, yeah, that's I mean that's kind of what that's basically what happens. There's not a whole there's things that happen, but it's that's basically the whole thing. Uh, he's a archaeologist slash uh, professor. Um, right. I don't, which always, I mean, we'll get into it once we start talking about how this whole thing's set up. But uh, if you guys haven't seen it, like I said, it's on Netflix, so go back and check it out. If you haven't seen it in a long time, you can go check it out. Because there are definitely things about this that are different uh, in my memory compared to watching it again, you know, for the first time in, in years. So uh, go go check it out while it's, while it's still available. 
Uh, we rate things here at Films with the Women of My Life based on four criteria, and those are the characters, the plot, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. And we start with Indiana Jones in the jungle. Uh, he is with, like, two helper guys uh, that he met in, like, a village or something around the way. He's, a, he's in Peru uh, investigating this old temple to find the golden idol. Uh, and we get a display of how this, basically the whole movie, like the whole movie, the mini movie is this opening, which is how a lot of the Indiana Jones movies go. Um, and so we, we get like the whole, basically his whole spiel here at the beginning. He has to trust local people who don't always, you know, aren't always reliable. We see the one guy pull a gun on him pretty early. We see the one guy try to escape with the idol when he's in a sticky situation inside the temple. Uh, And we also see that he's extremely capable. Uh, He knows how all the booby traps are laid out. Uh, He's good with the whip. He's got that iconic hat. Um, you know, and he's, he's always got his little, little sidearm, uh, revolver. So this, this whole thing establishes him as a capable, uh, but also like they, so there's some like light comedy here with the way the, the arrows hit the, hit the stick when he's holding it up and like, uh, a jump scare, but also kind of comedic when like the big, uh, metal things fly out of the walls, with the skeletons on them. Um, yeah, I don't but... know if that's comedic. That's pretty gory. So yeah, I guess maybe it wasn't in 81. Watching it now, it's kind of like, oh, look, it's like a, like a funhouse kind of thing is kind of what it feels like to me watching it now. Yeah. Um, looking back, looking back though, as I was watching it again, I was like, you know, okay, this is really mild, um, you know, scary, gory kind of things in today's world. But, you know, what are we looking at? Almost 40 years ago. Um, yeah. It wasn't. And some of the things in this movie, I, this was the first time I had seen something like that. Um, I think the guy who's where the, the sphere, the spear goes through his skull was pretty jarring for me as, you know, a 15 year old watching this movie for the first time. So, um, I don't know. Back, it kind well, of, Cause you don't like scary movies and back I then. I don't like scary movies, but, and I think back then there was just, you know, this was rated, was this PG or I think at the time we didn't even have PG 13. I'm not sure. This is before um, PG 13. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I think it was just sort of like a unexpected piece for me. And, and I remember being like, I remember remembering that a lot about the movie the first time I saw it. I mean, liking the action adventure, and it kind of does, it's one of those movies, it's one of the first movies that you watch where it's kind of long at the time, and it just, it ne- for me, it never let up in the action sequences, you know, just, it was kind of on the edge of your seat the whole time you were watching the movie. Yeah, this opening is really good. I like this opening a lot. The boulder rolling down, I think, uh, as like the final big booby trap is pretty iconic. I know I've seen that parodied in other things before. Um, yeah. but we also meet here for the first time, his rival archeologist, Rene Belloc, uh, yes. and he has, uh, like a horde of indigenous people is indigenous. Can I still say that? Is that, is that not cool anymore or is that okay? I think it's all right. I don't know the rules always. I feel like sometimes that's not, is, <laughs> is that fine? The people of the land. I'm pretty sure it's fine. All right. We just checking. I, I'm the least the aware of these things, so. Uh, anyway, um, uh, Jones has to surrender the idol, but is able to escape on that little uh, b- uh, float plane. Uh, we go back to uh, Marshall College, Bedford, Connecticut, and this is where we learn really that he's not just this archaeologist 
slash like adventurer that goes around the world finding lost idols, but he's a teacher. He's a college professor. Um, but we also get here that he's quite the ladies' man. All the students have crushes on him. I love the little... Um, I think, Nicole, you <laughs> laughed at it when uh, the one girl's blinking slowly and she has love, oh, yeah, love you, one on yeah. each eyelid. <laughs> That's really good. That holds up. That's funny still. Um, but uh, He seems kind of meet... he, he unaffected by it, though. Like, he's not really sure why it's happening. You know what I mean? He doesn't seem like he expects the adoration from all the girls in the class, he almost seems like kind of like mystified by it, which that's dumb. Yeah. Here. That's true. I think that changes in later ones, but for now, yeah, I guess that, right. and also when we meet Mary and later, later on, I get more of the impression that he's, he's kind of like a, I feel like he's only got one thing on his mind. He's just one track minded in what he's trying to do. So nothing else, like all these cute girls aren't really phasing him right now because he's just right. can't wait for class to end. <laughs> I think you're right, and he's he's that's that's first and foremost on his on, on his mind is the archaeological piece. So I mean, yeah, no, that's definitely the whole thing with him, and then that's where we get the the big data dump, the big plot dump, uh, when two army intelligence agents show up, uh, as well as the, whatever the guy is. Is he like his faculty lead? Uh, per, he's probably the dean of the dean. department or something yeah right so they all sit down and they do a big data dump about the ark of the covenant which is like the main thing they're looking for they know that the nazis are looking for because it, it has some ancient power uh that has to do with like speaking to god so that's what the nazis are looking for uh they need to find abner ravenwood who is a old colleague of indies uh they also need the staff of Ra, which will show them where mm. the ark is buried uh based on this whole sunshine thing that happens uh it's a bit it's a big <laughs> it's a big slow data dump and even like the i i kind of like that even the guys are like oh so if you do this then this will happen and he's like yes that's correct like he has to kind of reassure you everything's going on because if you're right. coming into this raw i don't know nicole you're, you're coming in raw did, did you understand what's going on uh, no, and I even asked you. You were, you were. He when we were watching this, he was like quizzing me. He was like, "Who were they going to go see?" And they just spewed out so much information. I was like, you know, I really don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I, it is I a agree. lot. Yeah. So I mean, uh, we we go and meet. Uh, well, he after this whole data dump, we get a flash to Nepal. Um, we get uh, some visuals, which we'll talk about later in the visuals on like showing that he's flying over there with like a map in the background. Um, and uh, he stops in Nepal because Marion Ravenwood, who is the daughter of Abner, uh, is like runs like a bar there, like a like a saloon, some sort of some sort of like yeah. hotel bar thing. Um, and she is drinking this other guy under a table pretty easily. Uh, so established right away, she's a very seasoned uh, drinker. Um, and they have some sort of past when they meet up. This is this is where I get that um, he has like like a girl at every port kind of thing is what it feels like to me here because she's all mad at him like oh how could you let me fall in love with you I was just a kid and and he's like uh, I'm here for the arc stuff so I mean that's <laughs> we we get that off the bat but um, also the first big action sequence here we meet uh, the other. I guess the main Nazi guy, uh, we had to look up his name because I think everyone just knows him as the Nazi with the glasses on the little black hat. Um, yeah, I just is... always call him Melty Guy. Yeah, later on later you'll on. find out why he's Melty Guy. Uh, yeah. But Major Arnold Tott is the mm. uh, he's a Gestapo agent, 
and he is there to find uh, like the headpiece of the staff of Raw. Is that what is that what uh, Marion has? She has yes. like, the piece that goes on top of the, the staff. Right, where the sun will shine through and point to where the location of the Well of Souls is. The Well of Souls, right. So that's right. part of the big, somewhat complicated data dump, but you, I mean, you can kind of just go with the flow of it because it's like, oh, I got to go to this place to meet my contact, I go to this place to meet my contact, you know. Adventure movie, that's what we're doing. It's a throwback adventure serial. Um, they have their little fight here, which there's some good parts here with the uh, smashing of the bottles over people's head and, and with the, the flaming torch. Um, I think it's a also... great fight scene. I think it's one of the best fight scenes that exists for this time frame for sure. I just, the choreography of it is really fun and it's super serious and there's fire and I don't like, you know, guys on fire and there's a guy on fire, but um, parts of it are really funny. Like somebody shoots open a, a cask of alcohol and, you know, Andy grabs a, pretty quick drink and you know moves on and i just think it's great i think it's a great scene marion gets the drink after that one thing uh oh, marion sorry yeah yeah and uh, nicole actually saw this as like a missed opportunity and i i agreed with her as soon as she said it when she took the drink out of the thing oh mm-hmm. yeah you know what i would have liked so you know i she had the the um staff with the fire in her hand what the hell is that my t- a torch and uh <laughs> She had this alcohol in her mouth. Oh my god, I wish so bad she just blew the alcohol onto the torch to light that guy on fire. <laughs> I thought See, that, that would have been, been really so good. badass. But that seems um, more like Temple of Doom stuff. But yeah, yeah that would have been a good, a good. I would have, uh, I would have liked I agree that. With, yeah, I totally agreed with Nicole when she said that. I'm like, you know what? For this movie, that would have really fit the tone. That would have been a really good choice there. I was a little um, distracted by all the Star Wars sounding sounds. <laughs> There was a lot of Star Wars. I noticed pew, that this time pew, too, Nicole. Pew, pew. There was a yeah. It's a lot of pew pew, and it's like, wait, is that what is that? Is that a gun? <laughs> it really what distracted is, me. <laughs> yeah, and even some of the tones. I mean, musically, it's from the same guy, so that makes sense. But there is, a, I mean, there's a lot, and these movies are only a few years apart, so I mean, it makes sense. But I was, I was hearing that this time, like, oh, that's really Star Warsy in the background there. And yeah, there's definitely Star Wars ties here. We, we should, I should didn't say at the top. This is a Steven Spielberg movie, so I think everyone knows Spielberg, big big time director. Um, written by Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote Empire Strikes Back, so you can mm-hmm. get some of that. He just knows how to write Harrison Ford really well. I think is the bottom line for that. Um, and then the story credit uh, is to George Lucas, who of course is the Star Wars guy. So you know, right. you get you, there's definitely some uh, Star Wars ties with the with the creators of this. Um, but the the the, you know, the fight happens. There's another good part here where Arnold Tut uh, grabs the medallion, the headpiece yeah. thing, and he gets the hand burn. I, I, yeah. That always was really was really a good a good scene. The thing where he screeches. There's a lot of random screaming in this movie too, where things pop out, and then it cuts <laughs> to someone going ah! like a little bit, just yeah. a little bit delayed, but like ah, like it's. It, 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 I, I also it, like to. I like to think this inspired the Home Alone, the 1990 Home Alone, where... That's what uh, I was thinking of, too, Mark, when he when he burns his hand, Joe Pesci burns, he burns his, his hand. burns his hand on the doorknob, yeah. That's I, I had never thought about that until this watch. I'm like, it's oh, the really? same kind of thing. Yeah, no, I, well, I guess because I when I watched this first, I was, I don't know, maybe uh, like a young teenager. Like, I, I wasn't looking for uh, the, the, the ties right. like I would be now. But, yeah, no, right. it's totally, it's totally uh, wet bandits. It's, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it completely is. And I, and I think the first time I saw Home Alone, I was all like, 
wow nice homage to raiders you know so even he even puts it in the snow just like the just like uh uh melty guy does <laughs> arnold tut <laughs> nazi nazi Thank guy you. whatever uh i'm not and... gonna ever remember that name so Okay, well, anyway, after after this little skirmish, uh, Indy and Marion travel to Cairo to meet up with uh, the skilled digger Sala. I don't know why he is digger like the best they got as far as like a title. Is there not a more per- <laughs> like just call like him a archaeologist or something <laughs> skilled digger like he can dig. I mean, I guess I don't know well... what, what other title he would have, but. Well, you know, around this time, here we go. I feel like I'm like old lady stuff here, but around this time, this is when back they're still in my day. back in my day, back in the 1930s when this is based. Um, uh, they were still day. doing a t- before my day a bit. They were still doing a ton of uh, new discovery. I mean, archaeology was actually a thing, unlike now where it's not really that big of a deal. But you know, especially in places in the Middle East and Egypt specifically too. Um, they were still, you know, they were only 20 years removed from or 10 years removed from uh, discovering King Tut's tomb. So this guy probably did have a lucrative career as a digger. Huh? There you go. He is skilled digger Sala. Um, and I mean, we basically talked about all the main characters here. It's basically Indy, Marion, and then the two bad guys. One's Arnold Tut, Melty Man, Nazi guy. And the other is the rival, Rene Belloc. And I guess Salah is like the next biggest one because he has yep. something to do. Um, but I'll start I'll start with the fan. I'll start with Mama Kay. Uh, what do you think of the characters yeah. in this movie? Well, as I was watching it this time, I started, th- I was thinking about um, how to rate this. And the characters in this movie are a five. I love all of the characters in this movie. Um, occasionally they get overplayed by the actors Harrison Ford does a little overacting like he was prone to do at this point in his career but um that for me doesn't take away from it at all because I just I love all of these all of these people in this movie even some of the really smaller characters the um the steamboat captain later on that we meet and uh they're just all really great you know relatable characters at this point I love them five Mm. All right, uh, Jess. Sorry, sorry. Oh Nicole. my god! I I do that all the time. It's only when we're talking about the show, though. I don't ever do it in like non-show things or whenever we're doing show stuff. I I, I miss. <laughs> Is that I'm, true, I'm, Nicole? Is that true? Luckily, yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. it's only when it's show related. I don't do it in regular life, but if I'm like texting you guys about the show, I will mix it. And I call uh, Jess Nicole sometimes too. I I, I do it both ways. I, I uh, it's annoying. I'm sorry, but uh, Nicole. But there isn't a Jess. Can can I get you another drink? Kind of situation, right? It's always Nicole. Can I get you another? No, drink? no. Yeah, that's the thing. If it's just regular okay, day good. stuff, it's always Nicole. I don't ever. But when it, when good. the show comes on, I don't know. I get the names messed up. Thanks <laughs> for clarifying for the listeners. They don't they don't need to know about you know craziness so. nicole what do you rate the characters in this movie <laughs> oh sorry hold on i'm just finishing wiping my tears away hold on um, <laughs> dude come on <laughs> uh just got duded. yeah that's better <laughs> um i think i'll, I'll give them a 3.5 uh i like the dynamic of indiana jones and marion together i like their uh scenes of, of sticking together and i do like the scene where she, he finds her in the like the TP tent and he, she's like, well, come yeah. save me. And he's like, uh, no, I can't right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, I, I, like I got that. a better idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, 
I, I, the, the lead Nazi guy, he's so gross and they did a good job of him being so gross. And, um, I, I think I knocked <laughs> some points for our lead digger. He was really weird. Um, <laughs> Sella? Oh, you didn't like Sella? No, he was, and I didn't because he was just so dumb. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, I mean, overall, I think that everybody worked really well together. All the characters did their respective parts uh, enough to, to, you know, make it enjoyable. Yeah, uh, I'm going to land on a four. Um, Indy and Marion, so the things that I remember last time versus now, Indy and Marion's relationship and, like, banter back and forth is better than I remembered it. I actually liked them more than I thought I did. Um, Indiana Jones, I've always been, like, he's not a really, he's a really simple character. He's not, like, this, like, he's iconic because he's got a hat and a whip and he's just cool he's like the coolest guy he he does adventures he gets to fight people he gets the girls he he, he's smart he's handsome he does whatever he wants like he has no rules like he's just cool he's the cool he's an archetypal cool character but he's not complicated in any way like he's just that he's pretty one-dimensional when you boil it down but he's a he's like one of the best one-dimensional iconic characters we have yeah, um, he's he's the best. Yeah, he's he's the best flat you can be. I mean, he is. Yeah, yes. which is kind of how I have felt about Harrison Ford forever. I don't know if he's that good of an actor. Um, Han Solo is a good, obviously, like like another iconic character, and he's good a couple times when he plays him. Sometimes he kind of phones it in. Return of the Jedi, um, even though I like that <laughs> movie, but uh, like or overacts I, a little bit. Yeah, I'm thinking little, like his his that. string of '90s dramas and 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 action movies that aren't either one of these, and even Blade Runner, another probably his next most iconic role after Han Solo and Indiana Jones. Like he's he's kind of flat. He's just kind of he's he's a little stilted, but um, he's I think he's like my favorite, not a great actor actor kind of thing. Um, Marion, uh, who's played by oh, what's her name? I always forget her name. Karen she's Allen. Not, Karen Allen. She's not in anything. Um, she's actually pretty good. Uh, I, she's better than I thought. I I thought she was. Um, her and she's got some good character moments. I like that she uses her drinking to like her advantage. Like it's uh, it very favorably <laughs> portrays alcoholism in this movie because it's like a tool of hers. Um, so it, it might be the only thing she has going for her. Yeah, over she there, can hit so. people with the sticks and the fire, and I don't know. She she shouts indie better than any of the other lead females we get in the in the series. So um, yeah, they're yeah. They're relation- everyone else pales in comparison to this. No, she so. is the she's the best by far. Um, for the female leads, uh, it ends there though. Uh, the villains are flatter than I even remember them. Like I don't get much from Renee Bullock. Um, Milty guy, I agree with Nicole, is gross and creepy, but that's kind of <laughs> it. It ends. It kind of ends there. Like they're not. Like I don't really know. Like why do you want the arc? Because it's power. It will please the Fuhrer, and that's about it. That's about as far as like their development goes. Why does the why does Renee help the Nazis and not? some other government or whatever or be independent because money power it's all it's it's just kind of nebulous like uh generic whatever which is fine but it's not that interesting so a four i think is a fair place to land um and i'll go right into the plot because we pretty much talked about it um it's you know the nazis want the ark to use for uh the fuhrer for hitler uh i think it could you know, give him power. And the, the Germans were in that day really interested in different science things and like trying to create new inventions. Um, so I mean, right, it's kind of occult. 
Yeah, yeah, they they kind of shotgunned their approach to finding new ways of accruing power. So this this fits that that uh, that story, um, right? So you know that's the they are trying to do that. Indy's trying to stop them and stop them, but also he wants to he really wants to put that arc in a museum. He he wants to put he wants everything to go in the museum so bad. Uh, even right. in the in the third one, they really harp on it where he literally shouts, "It belongs in a museum." Um, but uh, that's the whole plot. <laughs> well, but the flip side of this is like what? Even though that's what Indy wants, and he's working for the U.S. government, is that and that's what the government agreed to. But is that really what the government wanted to do with it? You know what I mean? Is that... You know, I don't no, think that I'm, gets I'm, answered. I'm, I don't think so, obviously. Like, I, I think they want... I think they, you know, the, the government, they want it so that other people don't have it. They're not painted as particular good guys. I think as the series go on, they become more... They, like, the U.S. Right. government... Faceless U.S. government becomes less of a good guy and more of a... At a, at a certain point, they can become a bad guy in the later ones. But, right. um... I'll start with the the newbie, Nicole. What do you think of the plot of this movie? Um, I mean, I like the plot. Uh, it's kind of interesting um, how, you know, in my mind, I'm expecting, not knowing what is really happening in this movie before I watch it, of course, um, I'm expecting it to be him going to a foreign country to go find this treasure or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden, fucking Nazis show up, and I was not expecting that because I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> so that <laughs> added a little bit of a. I, I sound so I sound so naive, but um, <laughs> did you know this movie took place in like the thirties, forties? I I didn't know. I didn't. I had. I really was going in kind of blind. I knew all the, like I said, I knew all the pop culture references. I knew that that beginning ten minute scene, and I you know you know his like outfit and all that stuff but i didn't know what was going on so i no, i didn't know that there were nazis in egypt that are trying to find this treasure as well like it was <laughs> weird <laughs> yeah no, but no, that's fair yeah um i i like how they went about him picking up marion again in order to come help him because they've worked together in the past or whatever i like that um but some of it was a little out of place for me like you said the the other guy, I can't remember his name. The friend, the helper. What is Sala? it? Sala. No, 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 no. The other, the other, the other bad Arnold guy. Arnold Tut. He, no, the other one. <laughs> Rene Bullock. Exactly. I don't fucking remember <laughs> him at all. I don't know what he did. <laughs> I only know these names because I'm reading them off right now. I also did not. <laughs> I remembered Bullock was his last name because they say it so fucking much. But I mean, yeah, for the most part, they're. It's kind of faceless friend, faceless bad guys. Yeah, and, uh, Indian, but all Indian in all, guy. all in all, it was a it was an interesting plot. I did enjoy it. I'm sure that when it came out, it was very action packed and cool and cool effects and you know all the all the booby traps and stuff were probably really awesome to kids and and people like like that. So I think I'm gonna give it like uh, I'll give it a three point five for that as well. What do you think, Mama K? I, well, I like the plot of this movie. Um, it's not a five for me. It's probably a four. And it's the same problem that I've had with it ever since I saw it when it first came out is that the supernatural piece of it, particularly toward the end, is just too far fetched for me at this point in like the 1930s when it's coming out. And also, even though, you know, uh, there wasn't CGI and things like that. I really, the effects were just kind of 
every time it would be something supernatural like that, it would take me they're out bad. of I mean, the you movies. can say it, they're I bad. <laughs> Even, I don't know what 81 standards are, but I'm thinking of like Star Wars, Ghostbusters, other movies that are around this time. This looks worse. Yeah, I don't yeah, and I don't know whether I don't know why. I mean, they had all the people that should be doing all the best stuff, right? Um does it just look that way because they designed it to look like that? Because you know, it's supernatural and it's weird and I mean, when the heads blow up at the end, I think that was actually pretty cool and pretty um sort of record, you know, sort of breaking rules at the time. You didn't watch people's heads explode in just your average action adventure movie. Um, But yeah, but that part of it, especially the scene at the end where they're, they're opening the arc, that, that thing, that part just kind of really, I don't love it. Um, (laughs) You mean the weird blue lightning bolts and the ghosts that come out of a, oh my God. They go through everyone's eyes. That ghost looks at the end. We'll get to that visual and sound, but yeah. Yeah, the ghosts are the ghosts are bad. I mean, they're, it's almost like the the wall of ghosts when you're in haunted mansion that you know you know is really bad. Um, so I I like I like the fact that it's become that pieces of it, of it have become iconic. And I and when I watch it now, I'm just all I'm doing is actually thinking, oh my god, I so much love at you know Disney's Hollywood Studios that they still have yeah, the cool. Indiana Jones adventure that you can go. And watch a lot of these things happen on stage in front of you. And it's actually, have, you know, it's it's kind of fun. I'm sorry. So, um, one thing that pisses me off no, about movies. A lot of them do this. So You get if, pissed off at a movie? I know. God, it's, <laughs> it's tough. But sometimes Wait, little little bits happen. And what, <laughs> what bothers me about this is that Marion is going through all these caves and jumping from shit and sand and desert and all this crap (laughs) and why doesn't her fucking wedding dress or the nightgown have a single (laughs) drop of dirt on it why it it doesn't get a little dirty it gets a little dirty no no there's a dirt it really doesn't it's pretty anytime that she's wearing when she was on that boat it looked pristine after she just got (laughs) dragged around and all this crap come on now yeah, I can agree with that. Until he, you know, rips off that piece of the dress and uses it for torch material. And she's pretty much untouched. Um, also, yeah, I thought the same thing. The heels through her running, rubble with heels. Yeah, <laughs> running in the in the town. But well, um, also, how did yeah. they not have one like burn mark on them? They were in the fire when they were with the the, the snakes, and then mm-hmm. they're getting blasted while they're attached mm. to the pole at the end <laughs> but there's no burn on their face or anything <laughs> Co- cover your eyes but don't worry about your face it's fine <laughs> that part's always bothered me like what the they're ghosts know you're closing your eyes really tightly and also no one else closed their <laughs> eyes like uh... no because they were stupid nazis and we all know they're that all they're every single one of even look. all the infantry not one was like oh maybe i shouldn't yeah. look at the demons attacking people like yeah <laughs> and the lightning getting struck no. through everyone like i don't know <laughs> no uh they were basically stormtroopers at that point they had no the original stormtroopers going on it was they were, yeah i know I, they were <laughs> exactly they were collectively just one at the time so <laughs> and uh yeah yeah i mean suspend belief on for that. the plot i am going to oh, where do i land on the plot I, th- I think i'm gonna give it a four i like it pretty well um 
the only problem I have with the plot is the stupid data dump at the beginning. I mean, there's just for, I mean, this has a lot of talent working on it as far as writing, directing and original story. Like you'd think they could figure out a better way to dole out information, which I think is a, a storytelling thing that has improved in, in the decades to come. Um, because, you know, when, when you're trying to tell a story, you got to give the information in digestible bits that are also make sense in the story. That's the tough part of the story writing is, oh, you have to follow what's going on, but also have it be what would really happen. And yeah, it would really happen. First of all, it wouldn't really happen. Uh, Indiana Jones, the character, makes no actual sense in the real world that this teacher would also go on archaeological explanations and like be recruited by the government to stop Nazis. Like none of that would ever happen. That's like five different people. Why would that never happen? Why? Why that? I that I I don't I'm I don't have a problem believing that at all. Are you serious? Because he's a teacher of archaeology. Are you fucking with are, me? Like, yeah. Are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I mean, do you think that there are not professors of archaeology who do archaeological? I think dibs? there are no professors of archaeology who do what Indiana people... Jones does, and I think even fewer would ever go. <laughs> it's even less likely that the U.S. government would ever be like the Nazis are planning on stealing this mystical power. We need you to go get it. Like, okay, if you leave the word mystical out of there, I'm there's I there's not one thing I don't believe. Really? Seriously. Nicole? Yes. Can you weigh in? I don't know <laughs> if they would give him all this top secret government information to go find where the Nazis are posted up to go destroy them with one gun. <laughs> So, so you're with yeah, me, then. Always, they're always looking... <laughs> That's ridiculous. Okay, but they're always looking for the people... What, isn't the government always trying to look for and recruit the people who have the best knowledge in all... Whatever whatever facet or aspect they're trying like to... They it would be like NASA... Backup, backup it would be like NASA crew. going to Bruce Willis and a bunch of oil drillers to go destroy an asteroid. Okay, listen. Like, this is that... Talking, it's that level. It would be like going minute, to Vin Diesel and a bunch happened. of car thieves to stop, like, the world from ending. It's it's that ridiculous. <laughs> okay, but those things also happened in movies. Yeah, so. in dumb, horrible <laughs> movies that I didn't want this to be lumped in with. <laughs> yeah, but you can't, you can't talk about... Uh, you know, you bring out NASA, and NASA's like the best part of the government. They're the they're the efficient part of the government. Otherwise, the government's kind of a shit show. So, I mean, I can see what I can see them doing this. I can see them doing yeah, this. Yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll move. We'll move past that part. As as the right. the rea- the rea- weigh in, dear listeners, on what you think. Yeah, please let me know if you think that Indiana Jones, as like the setup of his character, is anywhere near plausible. But uh, uh <laughs> we get the whole you know the whole plot itself is a pretty like for the reality we're given it's pretty tight like it makes them a good enough sense uh repeat viewings help because of the convoluted data dump but once you kind of get with the flow it starts to make sense um like the classic hero's journey rising action falling action all that checks out um but yeah it's just those it's those i don't even want to call them nitpicks they're not they're big they're kind of big you know character and 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 plot problems but uh a four because i still enjoy the ride and the ride within its own rules makes enough sense um and before we get to visual and sound which we've already kind of shit on uh uh, we we can talk about some of these iconic (laughs) scenes that we haven't talked about before the ending uh the sword the swordsman is a classic um nicole actually like actually laughed at this one like legitimately laughed and i i'm very glad that's something that i always say when we're watching something and there's always back and forth I'm like i don't like fighting i'd rather just want to be done it over with and i think that that that's like comedy 
to me, like this guy oh, is, is trying to show off and show all of his cool yeah. sword moves, and Indiana Jones is like, uh, "I'm done." Boom, and just shoots. Him. Right. <laughs> I like that. It's so funny. It's the best for me. It's still the best. I-, I remember that being the best part of the whole movie, like the best, like just moment. Yes, it's for me. It's still the best moment yes. of the whole movie. I think it is for a lot of people. What's your so, Mama K? What's your favorite part of this movie? Since we're talking about like you know parts, um, I do like that part. Um, what's another part that I like? I like. Oh no, that's in a different film. Holy cow! What were you well, about to say? Doing, let's not say that part. I was about to say the. Part Wait, does it spoil another movie or full on? Full on. Well, I don't. I mean, sure, it's a plot point in the third film, but I was about I to say when when they go and get the chalice from, <laughs> from the uh, from the um, the Knight Templar, and I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, so that's another thing that um, you, I still really for this movie. Okay, because I remember you said you had problems with the ending and how supernatural it was. Every yeah. Indiana Jones is supernatural. All of them. All four. Um, to different right. to different degrees and to different things, but they all have ghosts or aliens or or cult stuff that leads to supernatural things happening. Like they all have that in them. I think that's true, and I think that that's always my least favorite part of every one of these movies. Hmm. So um, I, the Knights Templar thing, I buy a little bit more because it has the sort of. I mean, not not that the Nazis aren't based in history, but the whole you know going through your eye business with the Ark and all of that is is beyond my thinking um the other part of this movie that i really really enjoy and i miss a lot because if you kind of just catch this on tv you never really catch the beginning is i really like the very beginning part when they're in peru and it sets up before you know anything about this guy you know and Mm -hmm. you just think at this point you're just like oh he's an adventurer and he's maybe just out there you know for the money or whatever to get the glory all of that kind of stuff i really like the pacing and everything about that part of the movie it's all very believable for me and and the action and you know when he's in peril and and being like you said double double crossed by everybody you know what that um, i really enjoy that that that's a good point because i think that's my favorite part too i really enjoy the beginning because it's showing his wits and you know he's really outsmarting whoever set up all these traps but that was it they never the rest of the movie didn't have him outsmarting anybody or setting off um spears before he goes through to get through it or or doing anything like it was all just like oh well well the, the snakes will ho- stay back if we put the fire near their face like yeah, it wasn't saying, i was like oh no the snakes are fireproof yeah. i kept saying that when they were going because yeah. <laughs> they like, like, light the whole room on fire but all the i love yeah <laughs> i love his smarts and his and the the you know instinct and intuition that he had in the beginning and then i feel like there was none of that later on that was disappointing yeah and i i would actually argue that because so the first three movies anyway the beginning part is not part of the main story it's like a separate adventure in all three of the first ones um and i and because indiana jones i've talked about is kind of a a really good flat character a really good one-dimensional character that maybe he works best in 15 minute shorts like because i think about temple of doom Mm. and last crusade and without giving away what happens in those beginnings those are also some of my favorite parts of those movies i really like those um, right, they're really tight, and yeah, uh, you know, there's all the not, good there's... parts are one after the other, and it's all right. fits, and like it's kinetic and it moves. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, everything works. Everything works in those parts. You know, sometimes when we stretch it out, it gets a little bogged and 
wonky and and, and Mama K said supernatural to absurd degrees. Yeah. Um. But you know that's that's part of the whole thing, and we 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 don't have to harp on how they get to the end. They get to the arc. A uh, bunch of hijinks, dressing up like people, hiding in baskets, uh, a fight with the guy, and he gets torn up <laughs> by a propeller. That's a cool part, too. I always like that. Um, but, you know, the, we get face meltiness, and we've already talked a little bit about the visual and sound in this movie. Some of the good parts, some of the big problems. Uh, I'll go back to you, Mama K. What do you think of the visual and sound of this movie? Well, I'm going to start with something great, is that this has this does have an iconic score, uh, by John Williams and oh, yeah, people... Nicole knew it right away. Well, yeah, well, because it's <laughs> one of the things that's most popular about the movie. I was kidding. You were humming the A Team theme song. You were not doing. <laughs> <laughs> you would go. Well, dun- you would start it. You would start it right. You would go dun dun dun, and then dun 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 dun. I'm like, dude, that's enough. that's that's two wait, different wait, things. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wow, that's it's like half crazy true. That... It's like half true. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, though, that this is in your vernacular, because, I mean, I can see you knowing Raiders of the Lost Ark, but not, I mean, A-Team? Wow. It wasn't exactly A-Team, but it was closer to A-Team than, than the actual theme song. <laughs> now I can't get that out of my head. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it is iconic, um, but it was really interesting just to kind of listen, and there was a couple times when I wasn't really watching during this time, and I was just listening to... Um, to the to speaking and to what was going on and i did was i kept thinking so much star wars stealing in this so um yeah but um sound great i sound i would give it a five um except for the pew pews i gotta bring it down i guess to five minus Uh, um the visuals for the time for the time and and how you know how it was shot i really really liked um and then they had to end it the way that they ended it and i was like bah boo hiss so i'm this is gonna it's a four for me for for visual and sound Uh, i i also agree that the the sound the music really carries through uh with this movie i really enjoy that as well (laughs) whatever i sing i don't care i still like it but it's interesting because I, I, I did say that I set, thought it sounded like Star Wars a couple times in this. I did say that, too. You did. You, but, yeah, I'm surprised yeah. you guys both line up. I didn't pick yeah. up on that as much. Pew, but, pew. Uh, That's Star Wars. But anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> um, as far as the visual goes, now, when we when this first came on, I, I turned to Brennan and I said, is this, like, remastered? Because that beginning looked really good. It was really clear and crisp, mm. and it looked yeah. nice. And then... It slowly digresses into the ending when the Ghostbusters ghosts come out and they're all like, "Woo!" Worse than the Ghostbusters. I know Ghostbusters was like three years later. Lightning bolts are coming out of a box and hitting people in the eyeballs, and this weird red wax is melting out of this guy's hat, and it's really fucking (laughs) weird. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Where's the blue? There's like blue wax. Like, is that the eyeballs? I don't even know, but. That is a, just a shame. That and then the screams. <laughs> I love the screams. I love this ending scene because it's cheesy. <laughs> oh, man. That's got to that bring bo- it. It has no business in this movie. I mean, that whole ending scene <laughs> has no shame. business in this film. 
Yeah. It's and hilarious. That's not the, I mean, that is not the end of the movie. But, yeah, the actual but ending that is... That ending of that. Yeah, when they are showing where the Ark is getting shipped off to. And right. obviously, I don't know what that means, because I think that uh, Brennan said that that may be revealed later on in a different um, movie. It comes back, yeah. But... Or just kind of referenced, right? You know, I mean, at this point, oh, I'm we, gathering... we go to this place later on in a different movie. I won't say which one and how it comes about. But... Yeah, um, I think that's just a little Mickey Mouse for us, though. Yeah, at this point, know. I'm just gathering that it's being just kind of left to not be used the way that Indiana Jones thought it was going to be used. But anyway, averaging out everything, I think I'm going to settle on. Um, I'm going to have to give it a 3.5 like everything else. I just really bummed about that <laughs> ending. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so for this, it's, this is the hardest one to grade for me because some parts are icon- like visuals are iconic. And I agree with Nicole at the beginning. Yeah. That, it, we keep harking back to that f- first 15 minutes. It looks great. Um, when he, the, yeah. the one guy who double crosses him gets stabbed by the spikes. That all looks really good. Um, and you know, uh, the arrows I was just saying that. even the, even the little golden monkey or whatever it is, a little golden thing that yeah. was like, Statue, it was like yeah. shimmering. Like it was really nice looking. I thought that they had like, although you did the catch a, cotton air, a continuity error with the, uh, with the bag of sand, the little oh, the I, tassel oh, yeah. was one way and then it was up. another way. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. That happens a couple times, nothing major, but there's, there's Nicole pointed them out. Uh, they, they definitely happen. Um, in a movie this big, you're always going to find that kind of stuff. And the music so. is is really good. I mean, it's iconic. Even if you don't know the exact score, you you know it. You know it to a to a degree. You got that. You got the first dun dun dun. dun you got that part right. Um, so, but um, yeah. But then the part. See, this is it's hard because the parts that are like the ending looks not good. Um, I like the effects on the wax thing because they look. Like, I, I, I know how they did it. They did, like, an oven uh, thing where they, like, melted them and then sped it up. And that's how, like, they yeah. showed them. Like, I, I know, like, the behind the scenes about how that whole scene is made. And it looks like B-movie schlock, which I have been known to like on this because I, I like bad schlock. And so... Yeah, but not in a movie that has become that's such an same. iconic piece of, of movie history. That's not no, what that's, we want. No, that's... That's what's hard to marry yeah, up in this no movie is that this some movie. of it's so iconic and good, and some of it is B-movie schlock. Not just in the visual and sound, but just across the board. That's how this movie comes off, and it's more so than I remember it. So, I mean, I guess if I had to average it out, eh, it's like a... F- I'll go 3-5. I'll go 3-5. Because um, I, I do... I, I like pretty much everything, but for opposite reasons, and that kind of jumbles the whole... The tone of it, I guess. I don't know. Um... It's it's not above a four though. It just it's it's it, even for the time. I mean, we we pointed to other movies that came out within a five give or take year time frame, and they they, they did the effects better. But um, we're at the end. Uh, we kind of already talked about it. The arc takes out all the Nazis, Indy and Marion look away and that or close their eyes tightly, whatever. <laughs> they, they they survive the onslaught. Um, the top men ha- top men happens where Indy's like pissed off yeah. about the bureaucracy and he's like. Oh, they they're they're not putting it in a museum like I wanted. They're they're taking it away to do government things and you know. Oh, who's looking who's researching it? Top men. Who who are they? Top men. 
classic. Um, yeah. And yeah, then we get we get the old guy dolling it off into this giant endless warehouse of crates. Um, I don't think when they made this, they intended to ever go back to that. Uh, I think that was probably just like to, like Nicole said, emphasize that this is being put away in an endless series of well, who knows what else is in there. Look at all these adventures that right. have just been tucked away forever by the U.S. government. So um, that's how we end. And other professors of archaeology, because they clearly had those people to get all of those yeah, other things. I highly, I highly doubt any of this happens yes. ever in the real yep. world. I highly doubt this warehouse of crates uh, exists, and if it does, it was not cobbled. Oh, it exists. It was not cobbled together by a bunch of Indiana Joneses. It wasn't. It was a spec ops <laughs> teams 51. going in. It was a big military it's operation. It wasn't 51. just a random guy with a whip and a hat like taking no, out. No, it was top men. Top men. <sighs> So the overall resonance and feel of this movie, I'll go to the newbie, Nicole. What do you think for that? Uh, well, <laughs> wasn't ready for me to call on you. <laughs> no, I was not. Um, I mean, overall, I'm really glad that I watched it because it was, I mean, I was in due time. I was supposed to see this movie because uh, obviously it's, it's iconic value um, and how much people enjoy it. I, I need to see what the hype is about. And uh, I feel a little disappointed, unfortunately, for the ending. Um, I like the rest of it. I thought it was pretty neat. Um, you know, the, the fighting didn't bother me as much in this one. I thought it was pretty cool. You know, he's got his, his side of hand and all that. So um, that was really that was really fun. Marion's but... really obvious side of hand with the knife. You kept saying like, oh, oh okay, God. we get it. <laughs> She's trying to hide the knife. Like, <laughs> just in case you missed it, the four th- the four times that she put the bag over it and then slapped it off the table. Um, but yeah, no, uh, altogether, I'm, I'm glad I watched it. Um, I liked the movie, excuse me, the music really adds an intensity to it that I'm sure was really super cool when it came out. It was probably really fun to be like on your edge of your seat with that, um, ominous music in the background. But overall, I'm going to give it a three because there was a lot of problems with the character explanations. I don't even know what any of those Nazi people were doing or any of the bad guys like i just don't i lost i got lost in that unfortunately just kind of brought me down a little bit mom okay okay um for resonance and feel i forgot to, i'm I sorry have to give this sorry to cut you. nicole did you give her a number i can't remember i, I might have missed she it. said three yeah oh i'm terribly sorry three go ahead <laughs> just forget i'm even i'm even existing it's fine yes <laughs> <laughs> i exist <laughs> jess what do you think jess um (laughs) because this is such an iconic film and because i think uh it's you know just got it's situated in movie lore and history forever i have to give the feel and resonance of this movie a five it's i love this character um and i say that with such admiration and love because i saw the second one of these and it's just the absolute worst compared oh, to temple this of doom is not it's, the worst temple of doom is might be the worst sophomoric effort of of a series of any series um, uh name a worse one well i know you haven't seen the, the fast and the furious really movies good. but i was Listen, for... <laughs> going there, yeah I, are you talking about the so, gap yeah, between I, the first one and the second one like the drop-off because i mean i'm sure there were second movies but like are, are you specifically saying like because the first is so iconic and the second oh, because is... yeah because how epic the first one is and you know this is yeah this is a the second one is such a, a real disappointment because even 
you know, I think when I was ready to see the second one, you're excited about the character and then you and you get that first little, you know, 15 minute lanyap of it being really cool, just like every Indiana Jones film. And so you're hyped and then oh, you're introduced to this terrible female character and the relationship oh, I like, that they I have. Like her. And then <laughs> and then you're and then there's short round and then okay, oh, it's just just everything is bad about that movie. And and Harrison Ford can't even remotely tried to save it as indiana jones um so but th- for let's go back to well, the movie we're actually reviewing and that's a five for me because um if it's ever on i'm watching it and i'm probably in for the long haul so hopefully i catch it you know before i don't know before they get into the pit of snakes or um you know before they're on the ship with with uh katanga and that makes me happy so it's a five for me it would be a four for me most circumstances, uh, but I'll give it that little half bump because it is it is that iconic and that important to pop culture. I'm going to give it the four or five. Um, it's not perfect five because honestly, going back and watching it, I liked it about as much, maybe a little less than I remember. A little less, not much. Like, like I remember really liking it, and this time I liked it pretty well like 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 above average like uh but not like yeah oh this is really good i remember it and i i actually just saw temple of doom i had never seen temple of doom it's the only one i hadn't seen i saw it this year actually for the first time um and i don't think the drop off in quality is that much honestly i i think and i could make the argument that the second one's better than the third one um uh, I think the fourth. No. I think the fourth one's universally the worst, from in my opinion. Although Mama K sounds like she really hates that second one, but because um, the yeah. second one is what I was talking about, B movie. It's it's the most B movie schlocky to me. Um, it's super campy. It and is that's just not what I wanted from a from a from a you know the next installment of the Indiana Jones. It's the most uh, different movies. of the th- like like Last Crusade. Most disappointing. Last Crusade fits with this Indiana Jones the most. Um, the yes. yeah, I, I guess that's what you use. But yeah, again, back on this this main movie, um, you know, the iconic parts hold up as they do. The funniest scenes are still funny. Um, the best lines are still really good. Um, the campy parts are yeah. still fun that are campy, like the end, the whole ending melty face thing. Um, but there, there's a lot of downtime. The plot is a little over complicated, over convoluted. Um, for some, for such a simple plot, it's made to feel much more complicated than it is. Um, I, I guess they just didn't really dole out exposition very well in this movie. Um, but, you know, by the end of it, I'm like, yeah, I understand why Indiana Jones is so popular. I put myself in the 80s mindset where I'm like, yeah, the competition's not that stiff. This is this is going to stand out um, compared yeah, to other true. movies in 81. So a 4-5 because of the legacy. A 4 otherwise, but a 4-5. Um, and we are at the end here. I will start with Mama K since I think her answer is the most obvious. Would you recommend Raiders of the Lost Ark? I, you know, I don't know. I'm making this up as I go along. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Just for iconic lines and for, for you know, iconic scenes only. Yes, but just to sit and watch it and be, you know, it's a popcorn heavy movie. So, please watch this film, Nicole. Um, yeah, I would recommend this. Uh, despite some of my opinions earlier, um, I think it is fun. Uh, I think it is really cool to watch this because I know it was so important when it came out and still is. And it obviously was big enough to create three more movies afterwards. And that says something to me. So I really, um, 
was happy that I finally got the chance to watch it and other people are definitely going to think this is cooler than me. I'm just a pain in the ass when I watch movies, but um <laughs> no, I I I I do I definitely recommend this. Yeah, I mean, I, I recommend it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um I mean, it's it's still a good movie on its own accord, but if you like movies, you got to see this movie. Like you, you can't not. Like it's right. it's it, the, the number of references alone drive it to importance. Like um it, you know you just the number of times if you've never seen this like you know and people haven't no? like two of two of our four co-hosts have not seen this movie i guess Je- uh, nicole has now but jess never has seen it obviously so um you know people haven't seen it and the number of times you'd be like oh well, that's where that's from oh that's where that's from like you got to do that at least six or seven times in this movie um and right. as a you know as a story, I've already harped about my problems with it, but it's still a fun movie. And if you can, if you're one of those people who can watch older movies, I know some people have a real hard time watching older movies because you know they're just different. Like they 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 were made differently. The writing style is different. The the graphics and cinematography, and it's just it's not up to snuff of today's movies in in that sense. But if you know you and you can watch old movies, you should watch this movie. It's 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 worth it. Um, and that that is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, we were supposed to originally do the kitchen, yeah. but due to a fire at an AMC near Nicole and I, uh, as well as Mama K's uh, eh, shoulder shrug of a of a we don't have to review this because of the inconvenience. <laughs> uh, a lot of scheduling, Man. a lot of scheduling conflicts coming up too. We're all pretty busy, so we are going to forego the kitchen uh, in. Next week, uh, I guess I guess this is coming out on Monday. I wish I did. <laughs> Sorry, Mama Kay, you had to be the canary. Well, there the was the mind. review for you. <laughs> it was gonna happen. I gave it. Anyway, uh, I, mean. I gave it on Thursday with Scary Stories when that came out with Jess and I. I was like, oh, Mama Kay told me it was not that good, and like no one would really like it. And I'm like, all right, that's a good enough review for us. Uh, don't watch the kitchen. Um, <laughs> World Shortish review. Yeah, don't and, do it. Uh, so, but we do have another theater. Re- uh, review coming out this week where'd you go bernadette will be coming out on thursday excited for that one uh tempered excited i think it could be really bad but i'm hoping it's good um oh god I hope I'm, I'm a little worried but it's but Kate blanche is just my one of my favorite actresses out there today so it's a top five for sure so um i i have i have hope uh and then we also have ready or not coming out this month uh, i know nicole is excited for that one yeah i hope uh, that's gonna be uh what i'm expecting yeah, I think I think that has a good chance of being good. I think that has a good enough chance. Um, premise is pretty simple, but I think I think that has a good a good shot. And we also this month are doing the first all women review. I am off for the night. It will be Nicole leading Mama K and Jess oh, with a discussion get about your a movie. wine ready because you're gonna need it. Yeah, we have not. Like me. Wait, when is this happening? <laughs> so, oh, I guess Mama K has not oh. been informed of the schedule change. <laughs> so oh, there, I, okay. I, I won't reveal which movie it is. We'll ha- let that be a nice surprise. Right. But that will be coming out as of uh, the release of this one week from today. So get ready for that. Uh, okay. All women, all women show. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's, you know, some more streaming. And then September hits us. We got some good stuff in September. So looking forward to that. Uh, anything else, ladies, cool. uh, before we close out the show? Nope. Good work. I want to go watch all the other Indiana Jones now, but now I'm worried that you I can't. You will regret it. Uh, this is by far the best. <laughs> 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 I know I said this drop-off isn't that steep, but that doesn't mean this isn't the best. <laughs> uh, right. All right. Well, Mama K and uh, what's your name again? Uh, Nicole. Uh, Nicole, <laughs> thank you guys oh, for being man. on. Oh, man. 
Yes. You're welcome, Brennan. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> okay. And until next time, everyone, this is Brennan. <laughs> this is Brennan signing off Enjoy saying. Your movies. Maybe it's Brennan, is- maybe it's not. It doesn't matter. Enjoy your movies. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your